Rock Solid Radio wants to thank Maxwell Construction, who has been our sponsor since the very beginning. For over 30 years, Maxwell has delivered the highest quality projects by holding to their core values of customer satisfaction, positive attitude, respect, and excellence. So if you have any kind of commercial construction need, give Maxwell Construction a call today at 812-537-2200. Welcome to Rock Solid Radio. I'm Linda Hutchinson, the executive director of Rock Solid. They Families. still have you in that position. How <laughs> long? <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? You're about ready for a promotion. Yes, I think and, you need a promotion. And I'm about ready to introduce my parenting partner, Merle Hutchinson. You, your parenting partner. Yes, my parenting partner. Usually, I'm your other half. Yeah. You know, you don't ever call me your better half. Right? <laughs> What's up with that? Well, usually, you kind of like. You, you know, you bring him along by you say my better half. Well, I'm, and you don't call me your better <laughs> half, and now you call me your parenting are, partner. Are you gonna let me continue? Oh, okay. <laughs> like you interrupted me because and hang on, let's turn this off. This yeah, is let's not maybe going edit well. that and yeah. start over. But no, I, I called you my parenting partner because yeah, why did you do that? Because we're beginning a parenting series about oh. the seasons of parenting okay nice so, lead in yeah nice, i was trying nice. to but you you're, totally fumbled that up you're so clever <laughs> you're always you're always working it very good yes uh, in fact that is true we are mm-hmm. we are going to start over the next uh, four weeks actually of talking about the different seasons mm. of parenting yeah and i think it's important because one we are coming into the start of the school year mm-hmm. and a lot of times in the summer things can get a little bit loosey-goosey in the parent <laughs> <laughs> kind of goes i noticed like today our kids were watching tv at a time of the day mm. when we've said we're ready for school you're not <laughs> you're not we don't have the tv on that this time of the day mm-hmm. and they're like mm. oh well school's only starting in a few mm-hmm. days and mm-hmm. so anyway we're getting back to parenting guys yeah. getting yeah. back to parenting yeah but before we do that um we want to thank our sponsors we want to thank casey's outdoor solutions and maxwell construction for their support of this messaging on parents for parents um for families and so we're so thankful for them not just rock solid radio hun but really this is supporting the ministry of rock solid families where we're trying to pour into and walk alongside moms and dads and husbands and wives and individuals where where they need it. And this is one of those things that really families really need. Okay, so also get a piece of paper Mm -hmm. or your cell phone out and write yourself a note. It is official now. We have Mm -hmm. dates and everything. We are going to be uh, offering our Families Rock Parenting Series over at East Central High School. Uh, We have been Mm -hmm. talking a little bit about that, but we were able to lock down the dates. So Mm -hmm. the dates are September 7th, 14th, 21st, and 28th. So those are all of the Wednesdays, yeah. or, or is it all of them? Yeah, all yeah I think it's yeah. all the Wednesdays in September, mm-hmm. okay? And that'll be from 7 to 8.30 in the Performing Arts Center. Um, so if you're not from the area, they sometimes call it the PAC, mm-hmm. right, for the Performing Arts Center. And so uh, there's parking right out the uh, the mm-hmm. side of that entrance to the Performing Arts Center. So we're going to be in a really comfortable setting, mm-hmm. um, plenty of room there, and we are really looking forward yeah. to going through that series yeah so it's september the wednesdays in september in 2022 so if you're listening to this um series in our library um this and is it's when... 2023 you missed 
you, you missed, missed the show. The but, <laughs> but probably we're doing Families Rock somewhere else. And so we're super excited. This is actually an incentivized program that we were given a grant through the United Way of Southeast mm-hmm. Indiana. And so we're able to incentivize not just parents winning packages and prizes for their families, whether it be movie passes, whether it be dinner gift cards, whether it be adventure packages, but also it's an incentivized program for our teachers in our schools in the elementary level where we walk alongside the teachers and encourage them by encouraging parents to come so that we can equip the parents and help the teachers. And the teachers actually win prizes that can win classroom prizes by who comes to each one of these. And so as a parent, you're really going to support your classroom, your child's classroom by coming just in your attendance. So yeah. So um, when we talk about like the ages, we are going to be actually part of our show today is going to be leading into some of our conversation that we're going to do over the next four weeks. But Mm -hmm. the the Families Rock program, mostly we're looking at a lot of elementary and middle school aged mm-hmm. um, children school age kids, that, that's yeah. a lot of our conversation it doesn't mm-hmm. mean we won't deal with other situations and especially if you had a particular question mm-hmm. but mostly that program is Good really point. geared toward that that uh, elementary to middle school time yeah um, for our parents so and this kiddos. show today is a really important addition to it's kind yeah. of like an addendum to maybe where parents are in the seasons of parenting. And so we are going to be doing today the first season of parenting, the zero to two or zero to three age break range. And so if you are in that bracket of parenting, please listen in because this show is for you or maybe for someone that you know that you can share or pass this along to. You know what's really cool about this show today? What? We're out of this season. (laughs) (laughs) Bear with us, guys. Bear with us. This is... Uh, you know, we do a lot of different types of coaching. We do marital mm-hmm. coaching. We do personal coaching. We do fitness training and mm-hmm. coaching. Um, but one of the things that comes to us a lot and we invite it in um, is the parent coaching. Mm-hmm. And the reason why Linda and I feel so strongly about the parent coaching is, one, we dealt with um, kids through much of our career. Mm-hmm. And so we saw good behavior and bad behavior out of kids. But we also, as we have a very good friend of ours always tells us, you know, these are our future leaders. Mm-hmm. These kiddos are our future leaders. These kiddos are the ones that are going to be taking you and I, taking care of you and mm-hmm. I in the nursing home. Okay, folks? So <laughs> you hear that, all right? And so the idea here is we do not want to shortcut our parenting. Mm-hmm. What we give them in terms of foundation, in mm-hmm. terms of morals and ethics and work uh, work ethic and all of these different things, I mean, they matter. Mm-hmm. They really do matter. And so we really do want to put some special emphasis on the parent coaching coaching through uh, the series that we're going to talk about today. You know, honey, we're talking about seasons and, you know, I think about harvest and planting and, and as a children's minister for years, working with children, I found myself frustrated that I was planting these seeds of faith in soil that was rocky or weedy. And I really got to that point where I need to work on the soil. Mm -hmm. I need to help these seeds be able to grow by working with the parents. Like I really saw the shift in my mind of my heart and my passion was more from the kids' point of view than to the parenting point of view because I felt like I was beating my head up against the wall. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was talking to the rock where I needed to get to the parents. And that's why you and I do what we do because we know that it has a generational impact and a legacy that we 
we can build and grow on for our kids and our grandkids, right? Yeah. The simple fact of it is when we talk about seasons and you're talking about farming and things mm -hmm. like that, the crop's going to grow because that's what it does. What we're talking about here is how bountiful the crop is, mm -hmm. how good it is, what it produces, okay? And so your kids are going to grow, like physically, they're going to grow, right? They're going to outgrow. <laughs> well, we have their, one that doesn't, isn't so sure about that. This is a little bit stunted, <laughs> but he's trying. And, and so your kids are going to physically, emotionally, mentally, they are going to grow. <clears throat> What we're talking about is what is the farmer's job during mm -hmm. particular parts of the season so mm -hmm. that he can make the crop even more bountiful instead of having just a little bit, can we get more? Can we can we mm -hmm. make our time and our investment in this fruitful. even more fruitful? And mm -hmm. so that's what we're talking about here. Your kids are going to grow, so mm -hmm. make no mistake about that. What we're asking is, is what are you doing during particular seasons yep. and that's what actually changes and that's what parenting is about and so mm -hmm. a lot of what we're talking about today we are going to identify the season right and so today we are talking about that first season mm -hmm. okay and we're going to describe a little bit about what that kiddo is like but mostly what we're going to be talking about mm -hmm. is okay so then what is our job during this season right and and it's different in each season because when we move <laughs> out of this season things that you did in this season you won't no. even ever touch again in the next season <laughs> yeah so ecclesiastes 3 1 says there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven and so you're gonna see us talk about this in the next several weeks of these seasons of parenting and so we are talking about the very first one and we have kind of identified it um, as a zero to two zero to three age and, and for those ones parents out there that have two-year-olds are like well what season am I in well you're in the transitional part from one to the other and so John Roseman who we've had on our show before yeah. who we mm -hmm. really um, respect and um, listen to for a lot of um, wisdom and discernment for parenting and uh, leading families well. Um, if you haven't checked out his show, you need to go back and check it out. But he writes a book called Parenting by the Book, right. where he literally helps us from a biblical standpoint, biblical wisdom on how to raise godly children. And so he describes these seasons um, as very important and doing different things as parents. And so we're going to really break them down week by week into what do we do in what season. So this first one is um, that nurturing and caretaking yeah. season. It's referred to as the service. Yes. Okay, the, the service yep. season. Mm -hmm. And so um, part of, of that is just the idea mm -hmm. of this kiddo comes to you mm -hmm. butt naked. <laughs> I mean, they don't even come with clothes. <laughs> And they don't, they don't know how to sit on a toilet, right? They don't even know how to feed themselves, but they certainly know how to do that sucking reflex thing, okay? And they poop and, a lot. And they poop a lot. And you're like, um, I'm supposed to take this thing home now? What, what do am I, I do? supposed to do with this, all right? Nobody so, gives you a manual. No, not at all. And mm -hmm. so it comes to you, this baby, this child mm -hmm. comes to you 100% dependent on yes. your service. So mm -hmm. make no mistake about it. Mm -hmm. And let's call it right now what it is. You and I, you uh, hmm. people out there that listen to us, you know that we are really kind of anti-child-centered homes. Yes. Not at this stage. Not at this stage. Not in this season. No. This is a child-centered time, mm -hmm. right? Because this is when we are just starting to plant the seed, right? We're mm -hmm. just starting to help this 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 new little child 
child grow. And so make no mistake about it. And that's why I laugh. I'm glad we're out of this because my self-centered nature says, hey, what about me? Okay. Well, yeah, I got to tell a story, though, about a seedling. Because um, I remember when you were at Bright Elementary and the kids would get for Arbor Day, those little teeny Every year. seedlings, you know, they were like in a little cup and they were told by their teacher Linda, they needed to go. You're gonna you're painting a bad picture of me. <laughs> and you, they were told to go home and like plant them and see them grow into a big tree. And so I remember the boys both bringing home their little seedlings like, Dad, we're so excited. We're going to have this big tree. And I think they thought it was going to happen like in a week. And so they, they literally, I remember the first time they did it. They went and they planted it by the side of our driveway, and they literally didn't do anything to protect it. They literally (laughs) just planted it there, thinking it was going to grow and they were going to have a big tree. And you ran over it with the lawnmower. Oh my gosh, I would never do that. <laughs> See, you're you're throwing me under the lawnmower but, here. But it but it was because you had no idea. Like it needed some nurturing. It needed some protecting, right? I had all the ideas. <laughs> I just didn't want to take care of that stupid tree. Aww. Now, see, actually, you weren't as mean as I thought you were going to be because not only did the kids get the little arbor trees, but I got one too. I worked in the schools, and so over 20 years of mm. getting trees, you should have I a daggone am, forest. I I am proud to tell you, (laughs) all right, that I actually have two of them alive in our backyard. One of them I think is going to make it. The other one is still a little questionable, okay? And so it speaks to the idea that I shouldn't Mm. be a farmer. But... But it You're also not very good in the nurturing stage. The nurturing stage, and mm-hmm. because it takes attention, yeah. it takes detail. Yeah. All right, and it takes a special wiring. And so, one of the things we want to point mm-hmm. out in this, and and again, this is we're not into the deal of whether we're politically correct or not. We're into God's nature and how mm-hmm. we are designed. And so, this is mm-hmm. primarily a time where mothers tend to be predominant in the service provision. And it's because they get it. They Mm -hmm. get it at a different level than us guys do. Like, I mean, it's not that I can't do some of the work. It's just that I don't get it. It doesn't hit me like it hits you. Yeah, I remember those early days where um, our oldest was crying and you were like, I don't know what to do. Like, what's wrong? What's wrong with your kid? And I'm like, did you change his diaper? He's probably hungry. He's probably overtired. And, and you had no idea like what to do first. Now, if I said, go change his diaper, you would do that. I'm all over that <laughs> because now I have a job. I have a task. Right. But it was really hard to decipher and discern like what is his need right now. And so that's that nurturing, that caretaking. It's that service. I, I have to feed you. I have to change you. I have to put you to bed, whether you like it or not. Like this is important for your growth. And so that is really where we've got to keep in mind that our kids, by the way, can I just tell you, your child has no memory of this season. Thank God. (laughs) But this season is critical for their safety and security and their identity. They needed to know that mom and dad were coming to get them, Mm -hmm. that they were going to get fed, they were going to get changed. And so that's why you hear those studies of those Russian orphanages where those children were just fed and changed and not held and not cared for because they really didn't feel secure. Yeah, and the, how much of a difference that made. The amount of research on just skin-to-skin contact, mm-hmm. skin-to-skin bonding time, and that's even with fathers as well. So yep. that that's where dads can come in. Yep. Uh, them just <clears throat> being uh, closer to your body and to mm-hmm. your heart and feeling the warmth out of your body, it creates a security. Yep. And so when we don't have that security, 
um, that child actually becomes hardened already. I mean, mm-hmm. at, at months old, will have to become hardened yeah. and calloused just to try to survive. And so yeah. we're talking about trying to keep that child, yeah. keep that heart, all right, very fresh. And part of that research they did, those children stopped crying because mm-hmm. they they realized no one's coming to help them. Right. And so they would go into these orphanages with babies who were just laying there. Yeah. Because they they knew that crying got their did not get their needs met. Mm-hmm. And so that's where we want to make sure that when a child cries, an infant cries, we come to the rescue. We don't be like, "Oh, we're just going to let them cry it out all night." Okay? We got to be really careful with that. And especially the first year of life, they say, is that no, you tend to those needs, mm-hmm. okay? That you serve that child and you nurture and care for them so they feel safe and secure and know that there is someone going to be there to take care of them. Yeah. Dads, just from my perspective, hey, you are the parenting aid, all right? Yes, mm-hmm. you are involved completely, all right? But let mom help direct, all right? Mm-hmm. Mom, please don't dummy down your dad. Don't push your dad the, mm-hmm. or the father aside, okay? Um, most likely, most men are very good intentioned men, especially when they know that they have a child here. And so they want to do well, so help them, all right? Don't roll your eyes when they don't get it and don't, mm-hmm. you know, act like you're the martyr and you have to do it all. You've got a teammate mm-hmm. here. Bring them along and, right. and have some conversation about, okay, so what can you do? Well, how can we help to help mm-hmm. offset the load? Because the house still has to run. There's still right. all these other things that have to get done. So, Dad, you are still very much in the picture. But mm-hmm. as far as, like, right with that child, mm-hmm. a lot of that is going to be really kind of run and managed by mom. Yeah. And, you know, part of that is they've recognized mom's voice. They've been in mom's belly. They, they mm-hmm. hear her voice. And so they feel safe just by her voice. And so when her voice isn't around... That is unnerving to them. And so that's when you'll see a child when mom comes in the room or speaks, like it'll get their attention. Yeah. Like they notice mom's around. And so that just shows you like that's what they're looking for, right? For that safety and security. Yeah. Already little ones even mm-hmm. starting to learn how to understand human interaction. So mm. we don't want to starve our kids of that human interaction. But let's right. let's start to then move through. So we've got through that first year and, at, you know, at the end of that first year, we're, we're starting to expect that mm-hmm. maybe they could start to walk, you mm-hmm. know, and, and and now are hypersensitive, especially uh, some of our moms are like, oh my gosh, yeah. it's 12 months in one day and they're not walking. No, can, can they'll, I, they'll walk when they're ready. Can I say something else about that first year or so? Okay. When you have a mother who's anxious or depressed mm-hmm. and she's not caring or attending to her child's needs because she's in bed all day or she's nervous and anxious and, and negative Nelly or an anxious Nelly and, or there's anger and tension between husband and mm. wife, mom and dad, that child picks up on that. Mm. Okay. Just let you know that they can feel the tension in the room. They can feel your insecurity and in holding them. So be very, very careful about what you expose that child to, whether it be the anger and abuse going on in your marriage, whether that be your depression, maybe postpartum, please, please get some help for that. Because yeah. it is transferring to your child. I know you don't want to believe that, and they're not going to have any memory of it, but it does make a difference in the bonding and the security your child feels in the home. I think it's a great point. I'm glad you brought it up. And it's that idea of don't guilt yourself for having, like, I'm not sure why I don't feel right about right. being the parent, and mm-hmm. I don't even know if I can tend to my child. Don't beat yourself up over that. 
as you just said, yeah. get help. Get help. Okay? Don't get ignore help it. Get help because these are things we need you back to, to be your yeah. best strength and health so that we can continue a healthy development for yeah. the, the production of a bountiful yeah. uh, outcome. And you can involve other people. Like if you physically, let's say you had a very hard labor and delivery, and so you are bedridden or something, you can bring other caring nurturers in. Okay, You can have grandma and grandpa and aunts and uncles and siblings or whatever. You can. Okay, but make sure that it's a nurturing, loving environment and that you are close and that you provide that to so that child feels safe and secure. Yeah. Okay. So let's now talk about the, toward the end hmm. of that first season, that season of service. Mm-hmm. So this is not a switch. <laughs> this is not like a day that you go, okay, no. we're at this time and I'm going to flip the switch. All right. Although some parents feel that way sometimes, like, wow, well, what happened? You know, we tease our, our uh, daughter-in-laws are like, today we're starting <laughs> potty training. And is, and again, I mean, there are those uh, clean break times where you actually start to pursue that. But one thing we always have to realize is that the textbook doesn't fit every single no. child and it's not an off on switch. Mm-mm. But we do have to be, we, we are the ones that are have to be aware and observing what the child is capable mm-hmm. of and then we're challenging the child in a healthy way okay mm-hmm. and so as we start to even get into the one to two year um, um, time frame we are starting already in the transitioning mm-hmm. meaning that your child now is recognizing your voice okay <laughs> yep. and your tone and your tone mm-hmm. and so you don't want to minimize that you want them to recognize it because now how you come across will be detected by them mm-hmm. even like a change in your voice so that it, if it comes out harsh sometimes just the loud harsher voice can make a child cry mm-hmm. they don't even quite know what it's about mm-hmm. but they're already picking up that there's a difference and so that that helps you realize, okay, they are now able to detect different levels of things. And so yeah. now we are, we're starting to move from that full service station, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. now we are moving into more of an authoritative season I re- where, where yeah. we are going to start to now hmm. try. We're still service. Okay, so listen, we're still going from one to two. So we're not just mm-hmm. saying do it on your own. What we're saying is... Now we're going to start to see how our child's receiving Mm -hmm. what we're putting out there. Yeah. For instance, I still remember sitting in the family room playing Legos, those big Duplo box or whatever, and it would be time to pick up the toys and Mm -hmm. to have dinner. And I'd be like, come on, Nick, let's pick up your toys. Okay. And I remember putting them in the bucket and he's looking at me and then he's taking them out of the bucket. It's like he knew, like... I'm not ready to stop playing with the toys. I think you're selling him short. He would never do that. <laughs> and so I remember like, no, Nick, putting the blocks away. And so instead of just like, you know, just letting him do whatever he wants, it's like, no, it's time. He knows it's time to put the, the toys away. Or our grandson, well, I will never forget this, when we were at a little water park and he was two, two and a half, mm-hmm. and he wasn't allowed to go head first mm. and he was getting the whistle blown at him, like... Mm-hmm. You know, feet first, feet first. And I'd be like, buddy, they said feet first. And I'll never forget him at the top of that little slide. And he looked and then he flipped. And it was like that, <laughs> that little fart. Second. He knows. He knows that yeah. he's doing wrong, right? I had to make sure he understood, man, we are entering in a new phase, buddy. Like, you know better. Yeah. News flash, guys. <laughs> news flash. And the news flash is this. 
you know, probably started somewhere in the 70s that you started to hear all this stuff about positive parenting mm-hmm. and never work to the mm-hmm. negative and don't use the negative, don't use terms like no and don't. Mm-hmm. And I'm just telling you, that is so messed up, mm-hmm. right? And so, yes, there's an abuse. I mean, we're not asking you to, to abuse your child with the negative. What we're saying is at, mm-hmm. at these months of 15, 16, 17 months, and you see your child mm-hmm. doing something to deliver a strong no mm-hmm. is not bad parenting. In fact, it's what's necessary. Mm-hmm. They need to see the tone and mm-hmm. that 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 uh, somewhat uh, blunt message. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you deliver it that way, you will watch their little <laughs> eyes and they'll yeah. connect with you. Yeah. And they'll see, like, this is a consistent training. Right. Oh, that was right. something I shouldn't do. Now, again, when they're one and two and they're learning, like, you know, Nick and the toys, like, I'm not going to be like, no, and like spank him and put him in timeout. Right. I'm right. going to say, hey, buddy, it's time to pick up your toys. Yep. And, and my tone has got to change a little bit. So he knows I mean business because mm-hmm. he thinks it's kind of a game. Right. And so he kind of needs to know, nope, it's not a game anymore. It's time to eat. And so it's really important. This this transition, hon, is you're right, this permissive parenting that mm-hmm. was kind of really sold as being how we don't scar our children mm-hmm. has really gone sideways on yeah. us. And it's really created this entitlement mm-hmm. generation that feels like you can't tell me no. Yeah. And now they're now they're employees and their boss can't tell them no. They're mm-hmm. quitting because no one's going to tell me no. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, oh goodness, we've missed the brink, branch of season transition here when they were little. Yeah. Sometimes I think of it, hun, is um, it was <clears throat> almost sold as like suggestive parenting. Mm-hmm. And so uh, like maybe they're around that two years of age <clears throat> and we, we actually try to reason and rationalize with them. We say, okay, now, uh, Bobby, so now what we like to do in our house is we like to clean up the toys. <laughs> and so we help clean up the toys. Listen, your kid is not rationalizing reasoning all of that. And so what we do is we say, hey, we need you to clean up the toys. Let's do this together, mm-hmm. right? And so we're an example, right? Mm-hmm. But we're not suggesting like, that What do you they... think if we clean up a toy? Yeah, we're saying <laughs> this is what we do. And then mm-hmm. because we've set it in a command, then days down the road when they're not doing it, we mm-hmm. can say, no, we clean up the toys, mm-hmm. okay? Because they have to associate that this is not some suggestion mm-hmm. that maybe hopefully you might think it's a good idea and you'll do it, mm-hmm. right? No. So, so we want to speak with the, the command so that your child starts to get, oh, yeah. this is something we do here. Yeah. And so this is a really important transition. And we're actually going to be speaking about this next week as we transition into season two on the authority and the leadership stage. But just let's focus again on season one that it is a nurturing and caretaking stage, okay? It is where a child feels bonded to you and feels safe and secure, and that it has such power and influence over the rest of his life or her life, even into marriage and connecting with other relationships. Mm -hmm. It has a lot to do with what happens in the first year or two of life. And so please, please, if you have young children or maybe you have young grandchildren, make sure you share this show with them because this is critical on 
building onto what comes next. Yeah, remember, no, none of us, as you said earlier, hun, none of us came with a, a manual <laughs> how to operate. And so what's actually happening, yes, you are helping to train your child, but your <clears throat> child is also training you. And mm -hmm. he trains you by how he responds. Mm -hmm. And if you don't adapt, with the vision of what you want as a bountiful outcome, mm -hmm. all right? You're the adult, and so you need to know, well, where do I want my child to go? And, mm -hmm. and when should they get into certain things? And when should the mm -hmm. next season be coming? And what are the expectations? You as the adult have to have clear expectations and then read your child in terms of mm -hmm. where they are, how they're progressing, right. and then you, they're going to help you adapt and, and do your parenting a little bit differently to meet their needs. Yeah, but I'm gonna say, when I was a young mom and I was frustrated with a child who wouldn't stop crying, I did hear people say they're manipulating you, okay? Mm -hmm. They're playing you. A six-month-old doesn't play you, okay? So let's be clear that that child has a need. You may have not figured it right. out. You may have fed them, you may have changed them, <laughs> and you've put them to bed, and you don't know what else you can do, okay? That child doesn't know how to express to you. Maybe they have little gas in their belly. Maybe they have a little pinch on their, you know, on their sleeper. I don't know, but please don't think that, ha, oh, they're playing you like a fiddle, right. okay? That young infant does not know how to play you. So please meet their needs, attend to them. It may need that you need to rock them to sleep. It may need for you to change their clothes or, you know, whatever, feed them again. I don't know what that is, but please, please give them what they need at this age. They feel safe and secure and know that someone is there to take care of them. Yeah. Is the two-year-old manipulating you? Not necessarily, mm. right? They're still in the growth phase. But what does happen is they do start to understand a little bit more about how the world works around mm. them. And so this is part of your job as a parent to start to recognize where they are and whether you are being maybe uh, worked a mm. little bit so that, again, we're never going to blame the kid for that because kids are just doing what they're designed to do, mm -hmm. okay? But so as we get past um, those, those, uh, that stage of that season, we start to get into the twos and two and a halves and hmm. threes. Now we have to have a different mindset of, okay, how much is this about them versus right. what we need to do that is the right thing to do. Right. And you've, I'm sure heard of the words terrible twos. And, and the reason why people call it that is because it is a difficult transition of seasons. Yeah. It is kind of the wild, wild west and the unknown of, okay, when do I start potty training? When do I start saying no? When do I start putting them in timeouts? And so we're going to be talking about that as we enter into season two in our next week's show that, you know, what do we do when we start to, to lead and show authority in a loving but firm way? So again, it's all a season. Okay, and there's a time and a place this for every season. This shall pass. <laughs> and we're past that. Now we're in the grandparenting phase where we'll, yeah. we'll kind of take it off the hands of mom and dad a little bit to give them a break. But We might screw up the crop now and then <laughs> as grandparents. Aww. <laughs> All right, yeah, you got to tune in next week because mm -hmm. next week is actually the leadership phase mm -hmm. we were talking about, and that's the 3 to 13. Mm -hmm. And that stage there is so, I mean, there is so much going on there yeah. because now we have so much more different interactions mm -hmm. going on. We have so much 
more understanding. All right, we're not dealing with adults, but we definitely have a different level of reasoning. And so that's actually where where troubles can really start to grow and, and mm. sort of sprout if we don't kind of clear the weeds and make sure we get mm-hmm. a clear path. So yeah. next week, you got to tune in. Right. We're talking about leadership season of parenting, three to 13 years of age. Yeah. So again, put on your calendar, the Families Rock series, where we're going to be talking about that next season of leadership in our Families Rock season or session or series at East Central High School, the Wednesday nights of September from 7 to 8.30. Um, and so please mark your calendar, share this show, and and hopefully join us for what we're going to say is going to be an amazing um month of just really walking alongside you as parents. All right. Awesome. So we want to thank Casey's Outdoor Solutions and Maxwell Construction for getting mm-hmm. alongside of us and really supporting this type of messaging mm-hmm. out uh, to our listeners as well as our local community that they support. So we want to thank those guys. We also want to thank all of you out there listening or watching. Please mm-hmm. give us our five-star ratings that we need. Mm-hmm. We need to help elevate on the search engines so that our these kind of messages can get out to help people. All right. So we're asking for your help there. Also, if there's any way that we can help you, if you're in a parenting situation mm-hmm. or a marital situation, or even a personal struggle of sorts, contact us. You can get us through our webpage at rocksolidfamilies.org, or you can call our office at 812-576-ROCK. That's mm-hmm. 7625. So yeah. that's all we have for you. Tune in next week. Yeah. And thank you for listening to Rock Solid Radio, building a stronger community, one family at a time. Make it a great day. Rock Solid Radio wants to thank Casey's Outdoor Solutions. Casey's is a premier garden center and gift shop located in Lawrenceburg, Indiana. They offer a wide selection of high-quality plants, landscaping materials, and home decor. They do amazing high-quality work and can help you transform your indoor and outdoor living spaces into something beautiful. So stop by Casey's Outdoor Solutions today and let them know you appreciate their support for Rock Solid Radio. Visit Casey's today at 21481 State Line Road, Lawrenceburg, Indiana.